You're listening to Key limes are. That is so funny. So Florida? Oh my gosh. That's where all the secret things happen. Oh Florida. Man. In Florida. I saw the Bermuda Triangle. I saw during well, I don't want to get into this before we do the introduction. Ooh. We we can't get ahead of ourselves. We no. can't get ahead of never. We're like never. constantly never. I'm constantly trying to get us ahead of ourselves. It's, but it's, there's uh, so I understand much the, uh, the temptation, lie. though. But yeah. Steve, when you just did that, I literally just watched the episode before I started recording this. And in that point in the episode where he calls her a lime, I was like, mm-hmm. and it said afterward in the um, in the subtitles, it was like, this is a pun. And I was like, I'm I don't get it. What is he? What? Like, I, I don't know the Korean word for lime. So I guess I just don't get the joke. But. It's key lime. You know, I'm so glad that they <laughs> finally. I'm actually surprised and really glad that they addressed that head on, because I was like, like key lime, lime. That's like a. That's not even a name. I, I don't know of any Korean person who's named lime. Wow, I have to admit this wow. issue did not pop up for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about it, but then I was like, eh, it's not that important. Whatever. But well, then it came no, up. that is interesting. If you're Korean and your name is Raim, please call into the show. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> call into our number. Uh, but sorry, Steve, we should do the introduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I it, like it truly in that moment, it finally clicked for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like the seeds, this show. Constant. The seeds are just... Mm-hmm. At first, it's like a little sprinkling here and there. And then I feel like they just took the bag of seeds and just like cut it open. They're like, you know what? Forget it. Let's just dump it everywhere and then see what sprouts up L- 10 episodes later. It does feel a yeah. lot like that. We're yeah. going to have an A, B, C, D, E, F, G story, but we're not going to show you the secret garden. Yeah. We'll jumble up the alphabet and then mm-hmm. we'll figure it out as we go along. Mm-hmm. Yes. As as we're doing, we're trying to figure out what the writers are trying to figure out. It seems like sometimes <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, and so that was our long winded introduction for you <laughs> listeners. That was the intro. Mm-hmm. That was it. You get it. You get it. Hi, welcome. <laughs> and this is this is Steve. <laughs> this is Kathy, and this is Lime. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> what? Have you switched bodies with Kim? Oh, um, I, I actually just switched names with Kim. Oh, are you, and you're a lime, so you and I'm a lime. Oh, got it. I'm a, a small green citrus fruit. Oh, fan of you. Let me just say. Oh, thank you so much. Love it's you so, in a drink. Always so pie. nice to meet a fan. Oh, wow! I'm blushing. 
Oh, my goodness. But a lot happens. And I have to admit, I did watch this episode over a week ago. So I do not remember this Lyme reference here. Kathy and I are on vastly different pages because I asked everyone to record this 15 minutes after we were supposed to because I was literally watching it up until the moment that we started recording. Yeah, I prefer that too. keep it fresh in the head. Keep it fresh. I feel that. Well... I well, I have my notes, so we'll. we'll what do be you okay. remember, Kathy? Well, the episode begins. That's right. With uh, the episode begins. <laughs> <that's what I laughs> um, but John good. Mayer and Grunge Princess are having a little chat, and it's flirtatious. Grunge Princess is doing her foot thing. Richie catches them. He's in a new tracksuit. He's not happy. Um, and Grunge calls John Mayer Opa, which pisses Richie off more because Richie's like, you need to call me Opa if you're going to call John Mayer Opa. Which is so crazy because he's so mean. And what I have gathered is that Opa is like an endearing term, not something that you call someone who stalks you. Mm-hmm. And may or may not be planning your murder. Exactly. Yeah. A great point, Kathy. This can be a very sensitive topic and a sore point. For many uh, uh, Korean girls, uh, when when guys insist on being called oppa or call me oppa, um, but that's a perspective that I don't really live. So, I, I, Wait, Kim, have what? you ever? You've never had anyone make you call them oppa or something like that, right? No, but um, I think that a lot of people would tell you that you cannot tell me to do anything because I'm incredibly stubborn. <laughs> so if you tell me to do something, I will not do it. <laughs> you are well, lime. <laughs> I thought op- like calling someone Opa, like who wasn't your family, implied that you were like interested in them romantically. Yeah, or that you like are like. Um, I mean, like, Oska is the best example that I can think of where it's like, oh, this is like a celebrity mm-hmm. I have a crush on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I call him, like, Zach Efron Opa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. There, there's many Zach, I know you're there. listening, and just so you know. But Zach Efron posts 17 again, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good clarification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Opa has many, many uh, usages, for sure. Do, mm-hmm. do you make people call you Opa, Steve? Um, no, I'm not like hung up on that kind of like, I like, for example, I know some dudes will be like, if they're older than a guy or a girl, like, for example, to the guy, they might be like, oh, call me, call me young. Um, and so there's sometimes there's like a power play thing going on where mm-hmm. it's like, like, if you're younger, you don't call somebody older by their first name. It's kind of like, nah. it's kind of like, um, I guess it's just kind of considered rude or inconsiderate. But that's only if you get hung up on that kind of stuff, which uh, in America, I feel like there's like, oh my God, I don't know why we're, we're going to like deep <laughs> Korean American psychology. Um, but there's kind of like a weird power tripping thing that some people have where like they want to be held in a higher kind of status without having like really like earned it. Well, this um, makes sense right. for Richie because Richie being like, oh, I'm rich. I'm right. a CEO. Call me. You should call me Opa more than John Mayer. Right. Yeah. So Richie's uh, disappointment with her calling John Mayer Opa is that there's a he understands that there's like an implied like closeness between them that mm. like how come you call how come you're close mm. with him but not close with me, you know? Mm. 
Because you're a stalker. You're a crazy person. (laughs) Which Grinchwood just knows because she slams the door in his face and her roommate is all confused. She's like, is the CEO here for me? And it's like, girl, no. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Get a grip, girl. Yeah, girl. Eat your Me Too cake and like. (laughs) Eat your Me Too cake and just keep doing your petty and just. So that's what it was, right? Like she was. Has she just forgotten about Secretary Kim already? Like what's going on there? I guess we so. I mean, she's moving on up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Why why date the assistant to the president when you can date the president? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good point. You know? She's a climber, huh? She okay. is. Social climber. And she's not good at it, though. <laughs> she's not good at it. No. But she has nice hair. Yeah. Mm. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess... Mm. I, well, she also... Okay, so she hands... Uh, she hands Grunge Princess an Amazon Prime delivery of books because yeah. I guess uh, Grunge Princess has order- had ordered a bunch of books from Richie Rich's library to feel closer to him. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought was happening too, but it didn't make any sense to me. No, like, I thought you didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, do, why would you want to get into his mind? Yeah. Because I was, I for a second I was like, does Oscar have any books at his house? I was like, I don't think he even has one book in his house. No. No, Oscar doesn't read books. Yeah. He reads music. Can he music. read? He reads emotions. Mm, oh. Yes. Are, <laughs> are you <laughs> Key Lime? Are you Key Lime? That's <laughs> actually crazy because that's what he's saying about Richie because they argue about, John Mayer and Richie Rich argue about who has the best intentions with Grunge Princess uh, spoiler alert, neither. Neither um, of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess John Mayer is mad at Richie. He's reading his emotions. He's saying, you're dating grunge, but you have no intention of marrying her. You have no long-term intentions with her, mm-hmm. so you are bad. But then Richie throws it back at him. He's like, you're playing with both Blazers and Grunge Princess. You are bad. And I'm like, y'all both can be bad, you know? Yeah, and I will say that at least John Mayer was like, at least I know about myself. Like he's mm. like, yeah, I know that people think these things about me and like um that that like I'm not good at dating and stuff like that. But like I don't try to pretend like I'm not that. Right. I mean, and in the- that in that confrontation, I feel like Oscar did have the upper hand in kind of speaking truth to power a little bit more than Richie Rich. Oh yeah, he had a great yeah. quote uh to you, marriage is just a once in a lifetime business merger opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Burn. Very yeah. clinical Burn. approach to relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, and then he said, Oh, sorry, Kathy. Oh, no, no, please, you. And then he said uh, about uh, Blazers and Grunge Princess, uh, he said, Both of them would be wasted on you. <laughs> yeah. Oscar said that to Richie. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, he speaks such the a truth. Burn. Such he a speaks burn. the truth. I love it. It's hard to not like Oscar in this moment, in this scene, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Oscar stan. I, I think I made it clear. He is. He's trying. And, you know, he's very aware of his own, like, self-esteem slash emotional issues. And he's working through them. Mm. He's working through it. He knows mm-hmm. about the anti-fans. And he's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's something. He loves love. <laughs> Where- he loves love. Richie doesn't know what he wants because Richie and Grunge are like thinking about each other, brooding over like it felt like some educational television programming of Alice in Wonderland poetry, like randomly 
Richie Rich is reciting Alice in Wonderland. It was so weird. Was that before or after he was taping back together the map that she oh, had made? Yeah. Like yeah, the hand drawn like, map of his uh, yeah. estate. So you just like tore it up and then you put it on a table somewhere? Not only that, he also wrote on the note above uh, what Grunge Princess wrote. Because on her map, she wrote that, uh, what was it, like stupid Richie's house mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he adds like cowardly stupid Richie's house. Yeah, big coal bun. That's what I read, but I don't know. A big pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha ha. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Is that Rosetta working in there? No, I think that's uh, that's the class that I, the one class I took at the Korean Cultural Center. Oh, Uh, shout out. Shout out to KCCLA. Sorry that I was such a slow student. (laughs) Oh, this took a turn. (laughs) Anything else you'd like to confess to the KCCLA? No, I would not like to confess anything else to KCCLA. (laughs) Not yet. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I, I mean, I would love to confess something to KCCLA. Oh, oh yeah, go for now, it. I'm this sure is they're the perfect listening. channel to do it. Yeah, them and Zach Efron. Um, go okay. for it. Tap 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 tap. It's hottie time. Oh, you pew Oh my gosh! And oh, you were so boy, is he back? Oh boy, is he back and speaking English? Perfect English. Perfect English. Dare I say? Better English than any of us speak. <laughs> Dare yeah. you say it, please. Oh I invite my God. you. I was truly, I, like when we, I was watching that, I was truly like, how does he have unaccented English? And from what I can tell, and I'm and no genius, so Steve, you step in here. But he also sounds like he speaks like perfect unaccented Korean. Yeah, no, he his his Korean and English is is flawless, just like you gotta get in his, there early. his body, I guess. Oh my god, off guard. No, yeah, yeah. Not only that, but is it me or do I hear like a little bit of like kind of like a Southern California thing in his voice? Mm. I could yeah. picture him surfing on the waves. He certainly <laughs> yeah. has the hair for why, it. But... He does. Yeah, yeah he do well in SoCal, I think. Yeah. I mean, we're all here. We would totally protect him. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Enthusiastically, we would. With our lives. Mm-hmm. No, wow. With our lives. Use yeah. me as the surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know where that came from. Oh, uh, but anyway. I like, how do you inspires this of us? Philip, yeah. we yeah. are not sorry. Uh, we are not. We would never be sorry. Uh, and we are here for you. Yes. You but need... he's there. Oh, wait. Can, oh, I, can I have yes, a message please. for Philip? <gasps> please. Oh. Uh, Should we tap, tap. take our headphones off? Oh, tap, yeah. tap, tap. Do you need to be alone, Steve? Um, that's maybe later. Oh, but okay. uh, oh. uh, Philip, um, we've, we've done some digging. Uh, <laughs> and we found out that you are busy leading a busy life. <laughs> uh, managing a department store. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely enough, similar to the plot of Secret Garden. Oh no, his wife. His wife, uh, I think, owns the department store. And then I think, okay, she owns it, but he's managing it. Oh no way! Yeah, isn't that the what the 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 link that you sent me? Yeah. I only read the part that said that she owned a department store because that was enough of a link for me to send it off. 
I oh, do what man. you're not supposed to do, and I do not read the entire article, and I'm like, <laughs> share. <laughs> you just spread it everywhere. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, you guys, especially you know, in in uh, when when it's really important information like this, you That's are supposed true. to read the whole thing first. You're right. But I just simply couldn't. It was too crazy. It is crazy. I don't know what's more fantastical, like uh, the fact that he's living the secret garden life, or um. I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to offer out like, hey, if you, if you need a vacation away from the managing the fancy department store, you know, you're always invited onto the Korean drama podcast. <laughs> um, yes. Truly would be a dream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have you have some loving fans. Mm. So many questions for you. Mm. What is the hair product you use? Mm-hmm. I sound like a, a crazy person about people's hair. I'm just like, that person's hair is nice. That person's hair is nice. How their hair look like that? My hair looks not good. And I am going to make a comment about this later in the episode, but I don't want to get ahead uh, no, of ourselves. Never. And I don't want to get never. ahead of myself either, but Kim, your hair looks great. Yeah, I was about to say. say, what are you talking about? You guys, thank you wonderful. so much. But yeah. when I, I think my hair looks fine too. And then I watch the show and I'm like, wow, these people who have professionally done hair, it looks incredible. But we are going to get to this because I do yes. have a point to make later. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. So how do you speaking English? Not for us, even though it does kind of seem like it that. is for us. Yeah. But he's also recording the dialogue of the script for Dark Blood to give to Grunge so she could memorize, which he does give her and tells her she's too spoiled, which I'm like, yeah, she is. Maybe you should end up with her. But I don't know. I'm not picking sides. I am. And and he <laughs> smiled just a oh, little yeah. bit. He likes it. He's playing the game now. He is. I and was you, so honey. Play the excited. Game. I was like, honey, I love it. He tried to be stoic and like, you know, a gentleman. But he he's can't. like, forget it. And I'm going to play this game. Not. I'm in. He's in. No. So he lives. He leaves Grunge Princess to work out because she's very eye of the tiger moment. She's going to be ready for this audition. Meanwhile, Richie has his handmade map up on his uh, bedside table, and he also in his closet found a little diagram that apparently Grunge Princess had printed out when she was in his body that details how to tie a tie, which I guess he thinks is cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, to me, it was like him having like a half realization because he can't have full realization Mm -hmm. because he's too narcissistic but having a half realization that she did try yeah Mm -hmm. and we also have 10 hours to go for him to make that realization right the full come the full circle yes so blazers is at a salon with her gal pal and she is very upset but says despite all this women have to make time for her, their hair. And maybe, Kim, that's why you keep bringing it up because you it, have to. Yeah, and you have to. And this is like, I when she said something, I didn't write down the exact quote, but she said something like, uh, you're not a woman if you don't have your hair done. And like mm. the only time a woman doesn't have her hair done is uh, when her country is falling apart or when her parents die. And if, and if it's not those moments and you don't have your hair done, then you're not a woman. And I was like, uh, do not <laughs> look at my hair, please, blazers. Well, she would she be could so not, upset. She could not foresee the quarantine. If she had, I'm sure that would have been included on her list. 
Okay, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. She would have said, except for in a quarantine situation, right. in which case it's okay that your hair right. looks like no one has brushed it for several weeks. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, quarantine is like the world's falling apart. So I guess that's kind of falling That is true. Category. So this is one of the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, thank you, you guys. You get a pass. Yeah. And her friend freaks out and she's like, I need the shampoo that Blazers is using. And they cut to it. And I've seen that shampoo at Target. I've used it. I wrote down the same thing. I was like, uh, I've used that shampoo. It's seven dollars. My girlfriend has that shampoo as well. It does <laughs> smell really it nice. It does smell really nice. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I've never used it, but I bet it's great. But also, it's like it's just like not. I mean, I guess it's expensive if you import it, but yeah, it's just like not fancy. You know, it's like oh, that's it's, what you're freaking out about. Yeah, truly, I think it's like seven dollars. Um, but <laughs> I mean, and I found it to work okay. Would have been Sorry, shampoo like, company. You saw like Pert Plus or Head and Shoulders in the luxury <laughs> shampoo aisle in Korea. Truly. It's just like one step above that, I think, you know, or yeah. maybe two yeah. steps. <laughs> but so John Mayer is doing an autograph session, which he did not want to do because of this plagiarism scandal. But his manager kind of pushed him into doing it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. He looked upset. I'm not sure if it's because there weren't a lot of people there or what was the problem. Um, I think... He was just kind of like, how can I face my fans when I've got the scandal? Like, oh. I, do I have to like, I can't look at them because like they think I'm like, I'm like a plagiarizer and whatever. Right. You know? Well, it did just a quick interjection. It did look to me like he signed his name as John Mayer, which I know he obviously <laughs> didn't, but it I, maybe like the big O of Olska made it look like he was signing John Mayer. But oh, man, wow. can you imagine? That would be so funny. An Easter egg just for us that we didn't know how would it work you know yeah i guess I mean, we would be psychic secret right? garden anything can happen it <gasps> is true and yet well i guess uh, some things do happen because so his fans like do a little chant for him saying that we believe in you or whatever he's motivated to make a speech that he's not a plagiarist which is a lie so he straight up yeah. lies to his fans um, but then signs autographs to like all the women. And then it turns out Blazers is there too. She waited in line for an autograph. Mm-hmm. I do um, like how he does admit though. He's like, he's basically like, my singing might not be the greatest, but I have morals. <laughs> like, yeah. <what? laughs> I love, um, I love that actor. I think he's just so perfect as Olska. I love his so choices. Funny. He's yeah, so yeah. funny. Oh, oh and yes. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead, Kathy. Well, Blazers and um, John Mayer have a very serious moment. Um, uh, I get because Blazers ends up crying in her car, and this is where the week long gap between me watching it uh, really comes into play because I don't remember what that note was. I wrote it down uh, because luckily, you. the moment that I emailed everyone to say, Can we please do this 15 minutes later? Because I have really poor Titan management skills today. Um, Kathy mentioned this moment and I was watching it. And so I wrote down what, what John Mayer wrote to Blazers, which was, Dear Yunsu, thanks for loving me all this time. 2010, 12, Olska. Oh, so he didn't say that much. <laughs> well, no. He, Blazers asked him uh, to write. Well, what did, she, what did she ask him to write? Something like... Like something like with love always or something? Yeah. Like she, it was like a weird move to try to like torture him. Mm-hmm. She's like... Like she said, they had that little exchange at the signing table where she's like, you know, I'm not... 
I don't like your music, but I'm still a fan or something like that. It was some sort of like diss, but also like it's just like a torture move. I feel like just yeah. like, kind of like driving in this ice pick, you know, mm-hmm. but then it makes, yeah. But then Oscar comes back with like a very heartfelt kind of message, actually. It makes her look a little desperate. I think that she keeps showing up to be like, you miss me, don't you? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah I, know, I agree. Yeah. But it is like a very sweet. It is a very sweet note. Thanks for loving me all this time. Yes. That's really nice. Because John Mayer can see he has a lot of emotional intelligence. He can mm. see that she does this because she still loves him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just what I took from him. I want to I believe so. I want to believe so. Mm. I want to believe he's a good person because you know who's not a good person? Richie Rich. Rich. Yes. Who is at an opera and he bought the two seats next to his. To watch it. Um, and he like imagines Grunge Princess is sitting next to him. And then he gets mad because a woman puts her bag on one of his empty seats. Uh, and he says the next time he goes, he's going to buy out a whole row, which I don't know. To me, it's like, fine, support the arts, you know. But it's so wasteful. Like, it is buy wasteful. out a whole row and then like invite other people to go, you know, like yeah. don't just like buy it out because you can't focus because you are imagining that. Raim came with her vacuum box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her the lips. The lips vacuum. vacuum box. Which, oh, this is funny because this is also a throwback to episode four. Um, Richie Rich is back at work after the opera. He's giving a big presentation that he talked about in episode four that he didn't want um, director Park the Narc to be involved in at all. Um, and it turns out it's for this big resort. And his grandpa is there to see it, and he sees the presentation go well. Yeah, the grandpa hiding in the back was so funny. Yeah, he's not conspicuous. He's like, or he is inconspicuous. I don't know. The one that's right. He was trying to be inconspicuous, but he stood out like a weird spy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was wearing a fedora and sunglasses with his assistant Mm. inside. Yes. And Park the Narc was trying to like, kind of like claim some credit and glory and look good and truly mm. such a weasel yeah. yeah he like really came in at the last second was like and i was here too which yeah. is truly untrue yeah i think it's like literally um richie rich is finishing up the presentation being like thank you for all for coming or whatever and they all clap and park the narc is like and i thank you as well yeah for coming. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i was surprised that um that Richie was didn't find that to be more strange. Right. Because it seemed like Park the Narc had only been observing this entire time. Yeah. and But then he spotted the grandpa, which I think we're right. to assume Richie Rich did not see his grandpa. No, I, I think I, so. Yeah. I don't know if Richie Rich saw, knew his grandpa was there, but he did. I did catch him reacting to Park the Narc suddenly being all like, hey, and thank you. And he's like, what the mm. hell? Like, Oh, uh, OK. I must have missed it. Yeah, I don't know if he knew about his grandpa though. Yeah, That's a good question. Yeah, I would assume not. But it seems mm. like Park the Narc at least perceives that to have gone in his favor. He seems like pretty stoked about it afterwards, and he also stoked because he gets um, Richie Rich's personal doctor, party doctor's name, mm. party doctor, yeah. party doctor, party doctor, paging party doctor. Party doctor. Party doctor. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, let's not get too excited. Yeah, we gotta reserve. See, <laughs> right. we yeah. have to. We have to pace ourselves. I, <laughs> we gotta right. reserve for Hottie. Yes, Sorry. but she we is fine. Want, 
Yeah, we don't want the listeners though to think right. that we did the air horn sound and then Heidi's gonna come and yeah, we don't want him. to disappoint I'm sorry. them. I'm sorry. Yeah, but so Party Doctor is at Richie Rich's house because Richie Rich hasn't been taking his meds and she's concerned. Um, and while they're having their little appointment, a box gets delivered to Richie Rich's house, which is all the stuff from the apartment that Grunge Princess is returning to him. Like all the stuff that Richie Rich bought while in Grunge Princess's body for right. Grunge Princess's apartment to make it more comfortable to him. And the doctor, party doctor, tells Richie it's because she's too good for him, which I agree. Agreed. Mm-hmm. That was astute. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's yeah. deep. She's smart. She went to med school. Yeah. A mm-hmm. basic girl would have just kept it and just moved on. But, mm-hmm. you know, she's too good for you. Flat out said it. Mm-hmm. She's smarter than you. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, speaking of smart women, Blazers has found Bernie Sanders. With a new hair color. Yeah. Mm. Did not address it in the scene. And I love I love stuff like that when there's just like random stuff that's like, we're not going to talk about this. Yeah. Like, was the script supervisor not around or? I mean, what? she was just like, that's fine. Yeah, she did not. Uh, she did not address it, but she did reveal that the plagiarized songs were his that he wrote under a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, so. I don't know how John Mayer got it because as we discussed, the timeline is sus. Like, it's yeah. confusing when he got the song, but I'll let it go for now. Um, I still maintain that I, I think it got uploaded onto his Zune. But he had the Zune after it got uploaded. <laughs> The Microsoft Zune. God damn. Rest in peace. Guys, Zune. Where is the writer's coordinator? I would like to have a word because this timeline. The timeline, it doesn't work out. But there there are, there are, to be fair, a lot of logistical issues. Sure. Mm. This is not the only one. So, you know, this is one of many, which is, you know, maybe more of an issue. But yes. Yeah. But, I don't want to dwell too much on it, but it's a freaking. We saw in a previous episode that Blazers' office assistant accidentally uploaded it to a P2P sharing site. Um, but then uh, Bernie had shared his Zune. Uh, uh, he, he gave it back to Oscar or John Mayer and also added that, hey, I also have some of my music on there. Check it out. But yet when... The manager, when Oscar's or John Mayer's manager ever talks about the the leaker, they refer to him as he. I'm like, I thought the she, the the female office employee at Blazer's office was the one who leaked it. It's unconscious gender bias. You yes. Know? It's like that doctor yes. riddle, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But the doctor but is just a ass- woman. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you just assume thieves are men. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, Blazers yeah. does not care because she wants him under contract. But in this contract, she will let Bernie Sanders be Bernie Sanders, which great. Yeah, I found this to be it took me a second to realize that she was like not offering this from a director perspective, but truly just because she's like a woman with a lot of money and she sees an investment opportunity. Um and I was like, I mean, good for you. you yeah, know? diversify your portfolio, you know? Heck yeah, do it. Yeah. But And then Bernie was like, he got mad and he wanted to leave. And then he said, 
since you asked for the meeting, well, this is a paraphrase. She was like, since you asked for the meeting, you can pay for everything. And she was like, yeah, I'm very rich. I'm not worried <laughs> about paying for your copy. <laughs> oh, man. But he's suspect- like a, he like a poor person thing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He does. But I was also wondering maybe if, um, if because remember, he comes out to John Mayer, or I don't know, he just tells John Mayer that he's gay, which we're still not sure if he was being sincere about or not. But I was wondering if Blazers, that was like a discreet, like, that's cool. You do you, you know, I just want your music or whatever. Right. Because uh, he, Bernie does say something to the effect of like, uh, I'm not your type and you're not my type, mm-hmm. something like that. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, no, ew, no. I mean, not you, but like, <laughs> no, I'm not not interested in you. Why is your hair red? It's a different color than it was last time. Mm-hmm. I need more consistency than this. Yeah, so this leads of- us to our, my almost favorite scene, I think, which is Richie's at home playing a Smurf game on his phone. There is a video game console like a huge arcade style video game console being delivered to oscar john yeah, mayer a racing simulator yes uh-huh. and richie rich is like no nah, it's okay leave it here and similar to the security guards they're like all right i'll take your word for it you know yeah, they were yeah they were like that's fine but yeah going back to the weird smurf thing the was was there subtitles for you guys because there was no subtitles no. for me so i had no idea i was like what's he doing so he was just speaking into some sort of app that spits back out exactly what you just said, but with like a voice filter on it. Fine. Right. I assumed that much. Um, it was just, but then the, the big, what WTF for me was like, why is there a Smurf on the screen? Yeah. How did they get that <laughs> licensed? <laughs> Again, probably they didn't. Probably the same way they got the license from Phil Collins yeah. to play whatever <laughs> Phil Collins song they're playing. They probably just simply didn't do it. Like he was saying stuff. Um, my assumption is that he was uh, saying stuff so so that the voice filter spits it back out at him, but pretending to be, imagining it to be a uh, grunge princess. Mm. Like he's right. like, kind of like, yeah, strange way to Crazy. think about somebody. Yeah, as a smurf? Yeah. As a smurf. Mm-hmm. That's how little he respects her. Yeah. Oh. See her as a human, my dude. Yeah. Oh. At the very least, an animated human. She, he sees her as this like mystical like creature, like like this like weird, unexplainable spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he refers to <gasps> her frequently mermaid. as the little mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Mm. she's like okay, yeah. Well, but anyway, John, John Mayer is understandably pissed that Richie has stole, stolen his video game, demands it back. But Richie says no and blackmails him with the scandalous sex photos, I guess. From, so crazy. Yeah. The diva actor. This is like an extremely unwarranted response. Yeah. Also, I bet you'll get bored of that video game. Just play it for like two hours and give it back. Yeah. It's not that Or like hard. share, boys. Come on. Yeah. Oh, but then he says this like other awful thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to break up with Grunge Princess eventually, like in about three months when I'm bored of her. Yeah, and I was like, how do you break up with somebody that you're not dating? You're simply stalking her. So what, you're just going to stop stalking her after three months? I'm sure she would love that. Thank you. I would love that. I appreciate that. She is starting to sound, he is starting to sound like Blazers in the beginning of episode one at this point. Yeah. 
kind of like, like jumping, getting ahead of yeah. himself. He is getting, getting ahead, of, ahead of himself. 100%. And if we have learned anything, you do not do that. Get No. And we do not get ahead of ourselves. No, we we wait patiently mm-hmm. until we have chronologically reached the point in which we can make a comment on that one thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for that hair comment, Kim. I'm waiting for it. I've oh, it was it. Uh, that was the, the hair comment was when oh. uh, we were back in the salon and Blazers was like, if you're really a woman, you always have your hair done. And I was like, I have brought shame to Koreans. We have discussed quarantine as a free pass. Yes, it does. It does. It does fall under the under Blazers Mm -hmm. rules. Yes. But I did love that in this (laughs) in this moment um, uh, where where Oska is like yelling at Richie Rich for for uh, mistreating Grunge Princess and stuff like that. He's like. Are you acting in the show Lovers in a Department Store? <laughs> <laughs> Little like meta joke there, you know? Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It's just so good at the one-liners. <sighs> yeah, that was that was like a reference to a popular K-drama called Lovers in Paris, I believe. Um, yeah. They know what they're doing. They've done they their do. homework. Yeah, they get it. Olska mm-hmm. has seen a Korean drama. And yes, he has. He has had his own podcast about it. And he's, he's probably acted... In a Korean drama, and then was bad at it. Remember, because he knows that he's bad at acting. Oh yeah, that was so funny when he was like, "I know I can't act." You and my fans say that. Uh, the self awareness, though, mm. Kathy. I think you're right. I think he really is like quite emotionally intelligent. He's just not sometimes uh, like all 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 there in a in other ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to put your finger on it. It's like there's something endearing though about his. Oh yeah, yeah. he's so charming, but he is a like, bumbling. Yeah, he is a little bumbling. Yeah, yeah. but what Richie goes to the action school to continue stalking Grunge Princess because I guess they're still under their three month contract or whatever. <laughs> um, and he confronts Grunge Princess for ruining his body while she was inside of it. Oh, while yeah. she was and her soul. Oh. How much time has passed? Do you guys think? At least a few days, right? Oh, since oh, they changed I was back thinking, to their original bodies? I was thinking longer than that, which is why I found it so strange that he was like accosting her this way. I was like, chill out. Yeah. It's been time, but maybe a few days seems right. You guys are right. Well, he either way, he's like clearly grasping at straws to like put himself in front of her. Like, this is not a big deal. Yeah, he said that it was her fault because he was constipated. Yes. <laughs> That is crazy. Which also they weren't body switched for that long. Like I don't think you can give yourself that big of an issue in that short amount of time. And also like just now you thought of that? Yeah. Just just now? Yeah. Also he does this thing where he has like a box of his uh, boxers, boxer briefs maybe. Hard to tell. They're folded. And he's like, well, you hand washed these, so you take them. But there's also a glittery one that he's like, oh, I don't know how that got in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, she was like, um, I didn't wear those. And he yeah. was like, oh, yeah, those are, <laughs> uh, those are mine. Yeah, like, did you want her to see it or what's what's going on? Mm. Which was funny because that was truly like the most embarrassed slash humble I think we've ever seen Richie. And it was because of his sequin underwear. For a second, too. And I don't know if this is like a trope of Korean dramas, Steve, maybe you'll know, but they like continue the scene, but we're now in a cafe, but like we're still continuing where the scene picked up or left off, but we're just in a different location. It's Mm -hmm. like 
because he says that um so I, it was kind of like not clear in the editing in my mm-hmm. opinion but um he re- he visits the stunt school multiple times uh as is indicated by his different outfits because oh. he's like going they're doing a montage of him like finding another excuse to try to like talk to grunge princess another I excuse see. to like get in her face you know i and just see. like kind of like really just kind of like looking for anything to to try to like throw back at her so the cafe is just the last scene in that montage yeah i get it that makes sense yes yeah so but in the cafe he says the stocks are down for the department store so that's obviously an issue for him and he threatens to fire secretary kim unless grunge princess is nice to him which Mm. nice to richie rich which feels messed up because now the, the manipulation and the blackmail has like started to engulf those in their next ring of of friends. And that's that's not that's nice. not nice to play Starting with someone's weird like, livelihood. You know, that's not. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's not cool. And Secretary Kim, he seems odd, but fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, this isn't a reason that we fire him. Yeah. yeah. But Grunge Princess is drinking from her latte or whatever and gets some whipped it cream. It looks so good. It looks oh very good. Oh, my God. What I would not give to have an extra dry cappuccino Ugh. right now. To visit and sit in a cafe just sounds to so delightful. To sit in a cafe and they don't even know. They don't even know how lucky they are. Oh, my oh gosh. My. That That is one thing that Korean dramas do very well, which is like a, like food product placement. They always make like the food look really good. Mm-hmm. Makes you yeah. want whatever they're eating or drinking, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it uh, truly looked, the drink looked so good. And I mean, to like be fair, you know, we are in a very unique situation right now. But I also haven't had like, uh, like that's what I used to drink in college was an extra dry cappuccino. And I hadn't thought about it since then. And I was like, dang, could really go for that mm-hmm. right now. It's eight o'clock at p.m. Yeah. Why? Yep. <laughs> Product placement. Even if you had to sit one. across from Richie Rich? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially uh, considering the scene. Yeah. Because yeah. he accuses her of getting cream on her lip on purpose and then just kisses her out of nowhere. It was wild. Left me speechless. And then he was like, well, what was I supposed to do? There's no tissues around. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? If there's no doggy bag around, do you pick up the dog poop with your mouth? (laughs) No. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. But what's, what's wilder and crazier to me is that, you know what? I think she likes it. I think she, she does this. too, based on what we see of her alone. But like from what Richie sees, it's like how she's all the signs she's giving you is no thank you. Why do you think it's okay to kiss her? Yeah, I mean, it's oh god, oh my god, it's it all was, over the place. Yeah, and then he was like, used it as like a lesson. He was like, so now from now on. Because now he was like, you need to be nice to me. Like, you can't be, you can't, you need to like be happy to see me and be pleasant to me. And if you use violence towards me again, that's going to happen again. And I was like, now you've weaponized 
kissing her as yeah. like a punishment. It's just like so he very knows it's a punishment. Up. He knows it's a punishment. He knows she doesn't necessarily want to do it like this. And also, like, you just, like, don't simply need to control another human being on this level. It's so crazy. He's stalking her so that he can control her. And she's like, hey, man, I'm just trying to, like, live my life Mm -hmm. and hang out with my friends. Yeah. Go to action school. Go to my action actor school. Shower with my roommate because that's normal. (laughs) That's normal. Well, speaking of action school, Richie, like the next day or whatever, in the next scene, shows up while they're packing up to go to set and literally a thousand people in one van. Like there's not enough room for him, but somehow Sunday invited Richie because he is thirsty for Richie. (laughs) Sunday loves Richie. He loves him. He's trying to match make uh, Grunge Princess and Richie. Yeah, I think he's trying to matchmake himself. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like always around him. But also, they're going to set. Like, you can't just bring anyone to set. No, like, <laughs> gotta clear it with production. They, you gotta clear it with production. Uh, yes, and also, um, because this is dark blood, right? That they're filming. I don't think so, because dark blood is English, right? It's in oh, English. okay. Because I was like. It's, okay, <laughs> yeah. yes, because I that's why I was so confused. I was like, Dark Blood is in English, and like they made grunge audition for it, but then like it's very interesting because the action school comes as a pack every time. Mm-hmm. So that's also why I was like, they made her audition for it, but then they gave everybody a part. Yeah, like buy one, get the rest half off or something. Yeah. <sighs> but that makes more sense if it's not Dark Blood. I don't think it is. Because it's a historical shoot, it looks like some kind of medieval. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 Maybe right. thing. Yeah, um, like- yeah. And then they suit up Richie too. Crazy. He's gonna which is, which act is in funny. it. He had uh, Richie with the mole. Yeah, I, I didn't even recognize him at first. I was like, Who's I didn't that either. Fucking? Yeah, but Hottie in the period costume Ooh, was boy. Hello, <laughs> hello. It was Good great. Morning. Good morning. Good morning to us. Good morning to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. If he's the director of the stunt school, does he ever take roles from his own students? I guess like, so. Like, I guess he's like, yeah, they don't question that. He's like, hey, you're the leader. You're but the you boss, know man. It's because he's so good at what he does. It's not his fault. He's very good. No one else is That's on his true. level. Right, right. He's doing everyone else a favor by training them. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how it is. It's... I, I gotta say, Hyunbin is so funny in this scene. He, like, really pulls out his comedy chops once again. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, Hyunbin. he refuses to, like, fall down and die in the mud. So he, like, dies on another person. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's like, um, what the hell? Yeah. And he also, like, he doesn't do the fight choreography, which feels like he would get kicked off of set, but instead, yeah. like, attacks Hottie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's and then he yeah. then he goes up to who seems like the uh the AD and is like, "Hey, um I'm an actor who's like super famous and so actually like uh I need to watch the footage." And the AD is like, "Get out of here." Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. And there's actually like a fun. very nice fight scene between um Grunge Princess and Hottie and I could feel the sexual tension. Oh yeah. Mm. It's like Grunge Princess do not deny it. I wondered Hottie if they were going to end up on top of each other in the fight choreography mm. or like something mm. like that. But Hottie's too classy for that. He doesn't mm. need that, you know. Mm. He is very classy. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So then they're on their union mandated lunch break, but <laughs> Richie is not eating from the box lunch. It's not good enough for him. And then he tries to make Grunge Princess also not eat from the box lunch. And she's like, dude, we have to go back to work after this. Like, yeah, crazy. They just worked out a bunch. They need carbs, you know, need carbs. And then and then Richie suspects because this is what he would do. Probably he suspects that Hottie's off eating like something really nice by himself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I doubt he is. He's one of the people. Yeah, no, he would, they said that uh, he was off doing another stunt scene. Like, yeah, on a he horse was doing yeah. a horse stunt. Yeah. He's working through lunch. Thank you. He's working mm-hmm. through lunch, getting yeah. that meal penalty. Yes. And he, Richie's <laughs> also like such a dick <laughs> about their jobs, like to the action actors. is like, I can't believe you like don't have a better job that like will get you more money or more mm-hmm. fame. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, nobody even remembers you guys. They only remember like the the lead actor. Mm -hmm. Mm. Just like, ew. And Grunge Princess claps back. Mm -hmm. Man. She claps back. She went hard and fast and I loved it. Once again, she really like schooled him. She Mm -hmm. really told him off. Yeah. And I think the nice thing about this was she was like, you know what? These people... Like, the world might not remember me, but it's okay because these people in front of me, they care about me and they'll remember me. And that's enough. And I hope it hit Richie because, Richie, sorry, not to be rude. No one cares about you, you know? like Yeah, you don't have anybody. You're alone. Yeah. Hmm. Which is why he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand the value of these, like, uh, deeper, meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he doesn't understand, like pride in your work because simply you're passionate about it Mm -hmm. and not because you're trying to have recognition or monetary gain from it. Mm. Yeah. So after their work day, everyone goes to dinner at some like Korean barbecue restaurant, or I assume, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Korean barbecue. Um, And Richie Rich is not eating again. And like, dude, aren't you hungry? Like, come on. But eventually starts eating the food when his manliness gets questioned and guys the next morning might be my favorite scene of all time oh my gosh it was shocking (laughs) it was phenomenal because hottie and richie wake up next to each other in grunge princess's bed oh man can this be the k-drama because i would love this k-drama for a second for a split second i thought that they had switched bodies (laughs) and i was like (laughs) <laughs> i could i wasn't going to be able i was simply not going to be able to handle it they know what they're doing these these, these yeah. writers yeah but it turns out it's not that exciting they just kind of got too drunk and grunge princess being a very responsible person was like no 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 don't like drive home or whatever stay here um but while they were drunk i guess grunge princess was very aware that Richie Rich was spilling the tea that he knows where Grunge Princess lives. He's been in her room, blah, blah, blah. Really making it look like they've hooked up several times. Yeah. Poor Hottie is all I got to say. Poor Hottie. And Hottie looks sad. Yeah. And I felt sad for him. And I was also like, I I know from what Steve has told us and from other cultural context cues that like Koreans can drink. But I was very shocked to see Hottie drunk. Like it just see like especially in this like soju off he was having <laughs> yeah. with Richie Rich. Like it just felt very um 
not quite in character. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I won't get ahead of myself, but something else he did was not quite in character. Because so the next morning, they're all leaving the apartment after having some hangover breakfast. And who's in the parking lot but John Mayer waiting for Grunge Princess. Truly incredible. Yeah. And he's like this. Ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> That's how he laughs. <laughs> A charming, corny villain laugh. Yeah, truly what he's just yeah, like, yeah. I'm presenting. Yes. Ha, 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 ha. But he's but you know what the genius of it is? Mm. He know he's doing it in a way where like he knows that uh Grunge Princess knows that he's just kind of like being playful and joking. It's a, it's an intentional choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't think he ever intends to hurt her for sure. Hmm. But he needs her help because she he's going to do some kind of stunt in an upcoming commercial and wants her help. Mm-hmm. So and she says yes and goes along with him. And this is what I found very out of character. Hottie and Richie then decide decide to team up against John Mayer. Mm. They're like the enemy. The friend. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. But it's like, that's yeah. not how like relationships work. And also like everybody <laughs> needs to like back off of Grunge Princess mm-hmm. and just let her breathe a little bit. Yeah. Y'all are too up in her business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's getting a little messy and weird. Yeah. And then like when they're to get when she's with John Mayer, it like seems like he's genuinely falling in love with her and I had to draw the line. Yeah. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. This mm. is too much, Secret Garden. Mm. <clears throat> Secret Garden. I'm... Too much Where and not you? enough gardens. And not enough gardens. Just saying. But so John Mayer and Grunge Princess are having a lovely time at a cafe, but then Grunge Princess gets called away by evil Ann Taylor Loft mom, <laughs> the mom of Richie Rich. Ann Taylor. Who, oh who now like lives in an 18th century home. Good for her, man. She's, her like her style her style is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's mad at Grunge Princess for taking the money and still seeing Richie Rich. And she does this move, which is so funny. She tries to throw her glass of water, her plastic cup, like toddler cup of water in Grunge Princess's <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. And instinctively, Grunge Princess, is, uh, she dodges it, but then immediately hands her her glass so she, uh, the mom can try again. <laughs> yeah. The Man. mom is great, though. Like her the level of shock and like incredulity is just very convincing she truly yeah. acted as though she had seen a damn ghost like she was like oh what <laughs> what Who are you this monster is handing me her glass of water no she's unbelievable. like unbelievable i took a horror acting class and damned if i don't use those skills you know <laughs> wow oh wait for a second kathy i thought you meant you had and i was like no wow, that's cool <laughs> that's very specific <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. But Richie comes yeah, in and interrupts crazy. the meeting and declares he won't see Grunge Princess for very long. It's only a temporary relationship. Yeah. It's not a relationship. It's not a relationship. At all. You are a stalker. Yeah. And and very hurtful to Grunge Princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like at this point, it's like, why do I do I even care about Richie Rich at this point? I don't know. Like, <gasps> I don't know, like, does she? I'm so confused. It's really hard to tell at this point because before it was like it was hard to tell, but we 
still could see flashes of like her being interested in him. But now it's just like everybody is so mean to her. Yeah. And manipulating her. And yet in love with her. And yet in love with her. No, no, no. This is not this is not the narrative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it almost seems like at this point, the best thing for grunge princesses to do is to not get with any of these guys and just, uh, I don't know, be in a movie somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, Grunge Princess. Keep on chugging along. The the Secret Garden writers have really dug themselves into a, a little hole here. Yeah. And we're just on episode 10. They have 10 hours to unwind it. <laughs> and w- truly, will they be able to? I don't I mean, know. We don't know. I think it's oh wild, God. though, that we are halfway through the series. They literally body switched for two episodes. And... <laughs> And there's no secret garden. And there's no damn garden. There was the mystic garden with her dad, who's a witch. And bones. And bones. And that's not come back up Mm-mm. yet. Yeah. The dad being a witch in the forest. Like, I don't know if I could keep up with all these seeds if, if we weren't like actually watching this and taking notes. Because yeah. I, I would be lost. I'd be like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, listener. We're doing it for you. Yes. We're doing it for you. I hope you guys appreciate this. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys. We do. We love you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank and uh, you yeah, thanks for tuning in. And, and uh, uh, see you guys next week. Next episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 11 of Secret Will Garden. Will we know anything else? Uh, Probably not. It is hard to say. Mm-hmm. It's like they ended it. They ended the series and they're like, oh, wait, we, we got to make some more problems to, mm-hmm. to figure out because uh, we have 10 more episodes. To yeah. Yeah. It does feel like they're just inventing problems, but they haven't solved any of the other problems mm-hmm. yet. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, Why? They're, they're pulling a Houdini here, basically. Like, yeah. Look what I can do. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they're like amateurs. Like they're like, oh, well, we don't actually know that. You know, we, we don't have the Houdini experience mm-hmm. of getting out of handcuffs underwater. So, will we drown? It is hard to say. Mm. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna drown in some sort of secret mm. garden. Garden? <gasps> Where <gasps> a garden? Huh? Oh, we just need one secret. Just garden. one, please. Just a glimpse. That's they really just keep you keep dangling that carrot in front of you like this this carrots from the secret garden. Oh, man. I mean, like they didn't even have to name it that they could have named it anything else. They could have. Mystic Garden. Mystic Garden. Negger's Delight. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiled Boys, you know, three boys, one girl. Spoiled Boys is really good. I love Spoiled Boys. (laughs) Spoiled boys. They could have called it lovers at an apartment store. Mm. Yeah, yeah, lover. Yeah, exactly. Um, it could. They could have called it the make the behind the scenes of Dark Blood. Mm-hmm. You know, the make it a mockumentary. Of. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> or like a pop up video, Ooh. like they mm-hmm. used to have on VH1. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pop into pop up video. Okay. Woo. <laughs> 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 We veer too far off track. Let, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's not get, get ahead of ourselves. Because no, no, no. there is a pop-up video episode coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that, 
See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, Brian. Did you go to Saturday school as a kid? I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada is a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. 